Good morning, Crittermanders, and welcome, everyone, to another Season 2 episode of Cosmic Crit. This is Patrick, your Game Master, your podcaster here, hoping you all had a great week off, but we're back. Uh, when you're listening to this, I'm just going to be getting back from PAX East along with Jabert, but I am actually recording this as the convention is going on. Uh, I had an awesome time showing off uh, Starfinder Society today to new players from all over the world. And if you're one of those players uh, that I met um, at the at the booth, I, I hope you enjoyed Scenario 116 Dream in the Future. I had a lot of fun going through those quests. And it, yeah, if you found uh, either of us during the convention and got some Cosmic Crit swag or snapped a photo, we just want to say thank you. We hope you had a, a great weekend of gaming. And if you weren't able to attend, but you want to keep up <laughs> up to date with all of our convention schedules for this year, uh, follow us on Twitter at Cosmic Crit or join our Discord channel to, to keep up to date. Speaking of our Discord, today is the first day of signups for games uh, as players for CritterCon 2. That is our online convention run through the Cosmic Crittermander Discord Lodge. If you want to play with other fans of the show or learn how Starfinder Society gameplay works, or if you just want to get in some online gaming with friends, join our Discord today. Make a Warhorn account. It's that simple. And you can see as those games go up uh, and you can start to sign up for them. We've got about 40 different tables set up, including chances to game with authors of uh, the scenarios and some friends of the show, including Jason Keeley and Kate Baker. We are also running special scenario 199, the Scoured Stars Invasion, and this is a, a huge multi-table event scenario where anywhere between 40 and 80 players are going to be playing across you know multiple games all at the same time. Space is limited uh, to first come first serve, uh, with some tables having a suggested donations for our charity, Doctors Without Borders. But no matter what, the main thing is that we want people to have fun that weekend, make some new friends, learn how to play Starfinder, and have a good time. This podcast honestly has been a blessing in that it has given me, personally, Patrick, a bunch of new online friends whom I can share my geekiness with. And Criticron 2, I feel, I just feel like that seed that I planted with our podcast is finally blooming into this phenomenon of gaming and fun. And I, I cannot wait for that weekend. And that is uh, April 26th, 27th, and 28th. Uh, so sign up now. I know this episode comes out on April Fool's Day, but yeah, we have no tricks up our sleeve this year, sadly. We're just excited to keep rocking through Season 2. That Yeah, we're sticking to the story uh, and the adventure that is against the Aeon Throne. So join me in enjoying this week's action-packed episode in number 78, entitled Of, of Mist, Mist and, and Men. Men. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Strike a pose, everybody Vogue, and let your bodies die to the crit hits. Die to the crit hits, Vogue. Welcome back to Cosmic Crit. This is your GM, Patrick, and Patrick don't preach except to tell you that this week's episode is in a league of its own. 
Like a virgin, we plan to critically fumble through conversations and play Starfinder tonight. But I can't do it by myself. If they live to tell you their characters' names, I will need to introduce my five friends and your 80s slash 90s era icons of pop. To my right, don't cry for me, Nakondas. The truth is, the mist is quite obscuring. It's Tyler playing Nikita. I'm crying already. To his right, we're living in a critical world, and she's a cosmic critical girl slash woman. It's Rebecca rocking Talara. Hello. Across the digital table, when he's down on his knees saying a little prayer, he's still like <laughs> six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> it smiles with a win. I, I was kind of hoping for borderline, but I'll take that. To his right, his laser pistol is quicker than a ray of light. Why he's flying? Here's Jabert bringing bum fuzzle. Hey, hey. And to my left, like a vanguard, dipping his toes in the entropic pool for the very first time. It's Drew running with Taz. Good evening. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Uh-huh. I understood those references, so. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Trying to run the musical gamut uh, here on these intros this season. We talked about the, the crazy lists I've generated. But what we haven't talked about yet on the show is Crittermanders and and fans' reactions to your guys' new characters, which we've been getting mm. back and getting getting fun stuff like uh, amazing fan art already, uh, some monstrous out there, and um, people making your heroes into Hero Forge minis. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about the reaction? Is there is there a clear cut favorite so far? Oh, bumfuzzle. bum-fuzzle. No, no yeah. question. <laughs> Easily. Pretty, pretty I, I don't know. There's some people that are like, really? Bumfuzzle? <laughs> I, have, wow. I have not there seen that reaction. I have not seen that reaction either. So yeah, I, I, there, I, I don't know what dark corner of the around. internet you've been hiding out on, uh, Patrick. But. <laughs> Our Discord. Uh, he, yeah, he, literally, literally he, was, he was hiding out in episode spoilers. <laughs> I mean, I was there too. I, I didn't see... I didn't see any disappointment about Bumfuzzle. And, and second up after Bumfuzzle is Tyler's uh, drone, Idis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. P- people love the uh, the flavor of a mm. biomech Akata. And w- pointed out uh, on, on our Discord, thank you, very astute Crittermanders. I think this was actually our, our good pal Max over on Shooting the Crit, that both Nikithi and Anakata have a weakness to salt, which I didn't think of <laughs> Tyler you said you, that's why you did it mm-hmm. yeah that was specifically why I did it uh, I was scrolling because I, I knew when I knew when I decided that I want him to be biomechanical I thought well I couldn't make up a creature but I thought it would be more fun to bring a creature from the alien archive or the or or alien archive 2 so I just started kind of paging through them <laughs> and when I came across the Akata in Alien Archive 2 and I was I was like susceptible to salt, I just kind of went, oh, I've got to write in a reason for this. <laughs> and, uh, so in in a extended backstory scene that maybe I'll share someday, uh, there's an explanation for why he chose that. But it is directly relinked. Uh, it is directly linked to his own uh, susceptibilities to salt, uh, which I think is pretty fun. Uh, like like father, like son, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> Idis is female. Like daughter, like father. There you go. <laughs> like slug man. <laughs> um, are you guys ready to get back into this thing? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Totes my goats. Absolutely. Welcome back to the show, everybody. You know what time it is. What happened last time on Cosmic Crit? 
Talara used her smuggling experience to devise a way to the target while avoiding heavy artillery. And then we landed the Phoenix Respite in a secluded area. Uh, we started a trek through a disgusting forest, cloaked in fog, which reduced our hero's visibility. But despite all that, we still managed to run into an Aslanti patrol. Bumfuzzle shows off his tricksy combat skills, slicing and dicing, but finds himself in a pretty tight spot. Luckily, he's saved by Talara's infernal frenemy. Wind smashes an Aslanti scout's head in and then rolls like absolute garbage for the rest of the game. Frustrated with his performance in the battle, Kaz roughly handles the bodies of the IVSC troops and uncovers an odd tattoo on their backs. Hmm. And you guys fought off those Aslanti, moved on. Something else is coming through the woods. That's where we left off. Yeah. It's the it's the scene from Jurassic Park World. <laughs> you took where the guys Jurassic Park World, J- Jurassic well Jurassic Park colon. <laughs> there, there, there's no Jurassic, is it just Jurassic World? It's just Jurassic World. <laughs> it's just Jurassic World. Okay. No, Jurassic uh, Park yeah. World is the one that's in California, oh, and so yeah, they go to Jurassic Park World, <laughs> and it's a, they all have a very nice time. Oh. It was you not know, a very exciting. No. There's also the uh, Lost it, World Jurassic Park, which was the yeah. I was kind of getting. I I was kind of. I was kind of getting. Well, don't forget about the Lost Jurassic Park World. What wait, the so punk wait, are you guys it, talking it, about? <laughs> Stop. Lost World Jurassic Park, or is it from Jurassic World? I think you're. It's got to be from Lost World Lost Jurassic World. Park because that's the one with Ian Malcolm in it. And then the team of scientists gets chased from the wrecks. They go into long grass, and then the one scientist throws his backpack like an idiot, and is like, "Don't go into the long grass." And then they okay, all okay, okay, stop, the- stop, stop. I haven't seen this movie. Spoilers for what we're about to what? encounter. So. In the jungle, in the mist. What's next? Uh, Well, everything starts to attack Nikithi for some reason. I don't know why. (laughs) It's it's like they're drawn to some extra-dimensional force that really hates Nikithi. And Nikithi's dead now. So let's go ahead and mute his microphone. Get that. No, you guys, you took a short rest, continued walking through the woods, but then started hearing these weird sounds in the mist, strange alien hoots and hollers. I need everyone to make a perception check for me. We are not very perceptive. No, we are not. <laughs> I think the highest here was a, a 16 from a Kaz. And true, that was a, uh, a 12 roll, right? Uh, yes. No, or I think mine might be higher. Yeah, mine's 19. Ooh, nice. Oh, so that this is a straight roll of 13 for Nikithi. Um, uh, Tyler, so excited. Uh, you're the only one that is able to indeed get a view on one of these things. Uh, obviously, right behind you. Um, in the mist, dropping down to kind of the the forest floor level. You're in this thick grass, and you've seen all these little creatures scurry out of the way, but this one popping up behind you, you get a, a good look at it. This looks like the creature that is making this, this hooting and hollering along with some others. And um, yeah, it seems like dozens of them are surrounding you. What Nikithi sees is a small 40-pound... Uh, or so looking arboreal creature and they have these electrically glowing eyes brown fur coats but with a a blue mane around their their neck and head uh let me show everyone what they look like but fortunately right now only nikithi sees this one almost sneaking up behind you nice 
Cool. It, looks, it, it, it does look kind of like a weird monkey that went into a hair salon and was just like, I want to <laughs> show the inner me to the world. <laughs> I, I want to I be a YouTube star. Please tie my hair blue. <laughs> I want to be a YouTube sensation. Make yeah. me blue. It's pretty cute. I, I think it's pretty cute. Yeah. All right. Well, let's save, uh, let's save your thoughts on that. Was member of the Blue Man Group? After combat. Oh, the peanut gallery is in full effect from combat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, we are in initiative turn order uh, as this thing is coming for you. Um, but first, we're going to do a, a surprise round. Let's just do a quick roll off Nikithi and this this beast that seems to be gunning for you. Uh, just using our initiative? Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm pretty sure I got you there. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, roll a 19 on the dice. Yeah. Ouchies. Uh, everyone else can roll in, but um, first things first, Nikithi, uh, you're starting us off with a move or a standard action. Well, I'd like to use a, a free action to warn everybody of, because they still don't know. And mm-hmm. so Nikithi would say, minus friends, we have some trouble. And then I think as a part of that, I, can I roll a skill check to maybe... Uh, try and you know, observe this creature and maybe glean some useful information from its biology or you know just the way it's kind of carrying itself since I like we said we this is like mm-hmm. an undiscovered planet so I probably don't know what they are exactly this uh, maybe could I can be a life yeah life science try and figure out something about these things okay we live in a, a sci-fi universe where um, many creatures share traits you know you've seen one arboreal blue haired um, kind of monkey creature you've seen them all you've seen them all yeah so I, I got a 19 on that roll uh, okay so that's enough to know uh, at least one thing about these because they are, are kind of rare uh, is there anything in particular you'd like to know about this creature let's, uh, let's go with special abilities mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can see that, <laughs> you can see a very special ability happening here it seems to be tingling um, and almost like there's a bit of a static charge through its fur. You can see it kind of crackling um, out of uh, the tips of its its fingers. It's like it definitely has some kind of electricity ability uh, that looks like it's about to shoot at you. Spoiler warning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then uh, Nikithi... Ooh, hmm. I can't use my drone in this can i this round uh yeah you, you can either a move or a standard okay so as a standard action i'm going to take full control of itis mm-hmm. and have uh itis now can itis also make a move in a standard unfortunately no okay so i'll just have itis make a move uh to get right up in this mm-hmm. uh the, the one that i initially saw creeping out of the brush <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, only it's about kind of came up behind us, so maybe twenty uh, feet away. Right mm-hmm. So yeah, you can you can see it even through the yeah. mist. Um, and then he'll scared. verbal he'll verbally verbally warn everyone about <clears throat> ranged electric attack. Right. Uh, since this one has um, had one of the creatures move up on it, it feels very threatened, which means it is going to try and bite Itis. It's standard action here. So okay. attack roll. What is Idis's KAC? Idis's KAC is. I know I have this somewhere. <laughs> 14. 
Uh, great. I rolled a 10. That's a miss. <clears throat> Maybe latches on to one of the, the head tentacles, but can't get through uh, what it thought would be very soft blue skin, but is actually like a, a synth weave, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so no damage there. Cool. Um, you guys, uh, having been warned, uh, are looking around in the trees trying to spot these things. Uh, one of them does move down and drop to the floor. Um, another one you perhaps do not see is going to take a shot at one of you. It's to the far south in the tree line still, but is close enough to see some of you guys. I think I can actually see everybody, so I'm just going to randomly see who's getting getting that shot. Everybody except Itis. Um, <laughs> of course, it, <laughs> I called it at the top of the episode. It wants to kill Nikifi. <laughs> so, well, Joyce. This is indeed a burst, a charge of electricity that uh, you see kind of light up, and it seems to arc its way through the mist, almost riding it and, and kind of bouncing around. And it's coming right for you. Now, this is a attack against your EAC. What is Nikithi's EAC? Pretty low, 13. All right, let's get this, let's get this tech roll going. A nine on the dice. <laughs> uh... That's a hit. Still hit? Yep. <laughs> I thought so. Don't you worry about that. Of course that's a hit. And two points of electricity damage. Just good old-fashioned electricity damage. You feel a, a short, sharp uh, blast of electricity down your spine as you turn the other direction trying to deal with this other creature. And yeah, it's about um, 10 feet up in the air in the, the, the dense tree coverage this one here to the south. That is the surprise round. This other one takes his action to move down to the ground. There are at least three of these things within 30 foot of your guys' party. You hear many more in the the jungle outside. These ones look like they have come down to challenge. We're in normal turn order and we're almost the opposite of the initiative turn last time um, because we're back to Nikithi. Nikithi at the start. Getting a lot of you, Tyler, already this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I should clarify, uh, because we did have such a cool artwork reveal uh, last week, or since we, in real life, like three we weeks ago. Artwork. Yeah, 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 <laughs> a while ago. Uh, but I didn't want to clarify his artwork has uh, on his left appendage, he has the mm-hmm. uh, plasma claw, some kind of like it's like the, I can't even remember what I modeled it after. Um, but Nikithi otherwise has no weapons. His art does because it's cool. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's 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 a weapon that he created, which is why I wanted it in the. It's it's kind of based off something that's in uh, I think Armory, and it's also based off something that uh, I had in his backstory. But he doesn't actually have it. So when I when I when I don't ever attack with him, it's because he doesn't have a weapon to attack with. <laughs> okay, he's gonna make he's gonna have Idas attack uh, this monkey with okay. a melee attack. And so let's see here. Come on, numbers. All right. Nope. Nope. Natural two. Ripping natural two. Uh, and now it's back to these creatures. Wrote very well. You guys did not on this initiative. This one on top of Idis is going to try another bite attack. As as much as she failed last time, she uh, triply fails this time. I rolled a three. Great. And I think this other one's just going to try and attack Nikithi again. Had good results last time. That's right. Sure. Eighteen on the dice that time. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, much better. This is a D three for electricity damage. One point of electricity damage. So, not too bad. They are very. They're like cat, dog, small dog 
size, so not generating that much of a shock. Um, this one that is on the ground is just going to move straight into a, a big bear, uh, a giant blue bear. It sees maybe something that looks like mother and wants to... Uh, uh, does to that activate. provoke? Not moving into your squares if it was moving past or okay. through it would but okay it is not gonna make a range attack it's gonna make uh, another bite attack and try and dig into that that fur now what is your kac for win uh my kac is 12 all right a 10 on the dice still flat-footed as well that is a hit no wins wins going down going down down julie brown and three points of piercing damages. Yeah, these little fangs dig into your ankle. It's, like, it's a teeny ankle biter. Okay. Um, all right. And boy, oh boy, next in the turn order is win with an 11 on the initiative roll. All right. So... That was nice enough to come right up to you. W- w- yeah, win w- sees this this thing kind of just like gnawing on him, and he's kind of amused. He's just like, mm, get him? <laughs> and he is going to uh, try to kabonk him with his uh, junks sensor. Alrighty. And he's gonna miss. Excellent, yes. A six on the dice, I can guarantee that will be a miss. That brings us next to Kaz. Drew, how are you doing? You're like in the middle of the pack here, middle party. Yeah, but I think Kaz can get all the way over here, which will probably provoke. You're moving past this creature, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, if if you're just making kind of a straight beeline through it, it is possible to provoke. Is that what you want to do? Yes. Oh, you vanguards and you're discussing wanting to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> Masochism at its worst. All right, I'm, I'm taking the bait. See if this monkey can bite you as well. Monkey bite. <laughs> nope, I stick at rolling. Take that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so with that said, uh, Kaz is going to, uh, now that he is a flanking buddy, with when he is going to attack with an entropic strike that is going to be a 17 attack plus one forget him 18 plus flanking what what kind of uh, attack is this uh, i'm gonna bludgeoning uh, because entropic Uh strikes can be either acid or bludgeoning based on whatever i decide in the moment and i'm gonna choose right but they're always against eac so 17 that's like well beyond a hit are are you Punching, kicking, what's happening? Uh, he is going to uh, to strike with a fist because he is mad and he wants to hit something with his hands <laughs> okay. because he hit nothing last week. Uh, yeah, you punch. <laughs> I mean, in this the fight thing. that we just had. <laughs> <laughs> How much damage is it? Uh, it is six points of damage. Whoa. So you punch this thing yes. into a furry, bloody pulp. And you see electricity kind of arcing out of its body. It's dead. It's well dead. Hey! (laughs) One punch man. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Kaz. Jeez, yeah. Overkill with the the get him and the the flanking, but very, very down for the count. Uh, Let's go next on to Bumfuzzle. All right. Yeah, so I'm sort of was about five feet away from this monkey that just got punched to death. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I see, uh, I can see this uh, this uh, shock of blue hair shooting electricity at Nikithi up in the trees. Mm-hmm. So I uh, 
So I take my uh, my trusty laser gun, and I, uh, with my other hand, I hold up a mirror, and I try to, like, flashlight it. <laughs> I'm, going for, like, I'm going for, like, really basic technology for these monkeys. So, like... <laughs> I'm like, look this at this monkey look is this. is wearing its sunglasses. It has no effect. This is the cool <laughs> monkey? Oh no, not the cool one! No, uh, no, trying to make that trick attack and see what happens. Oh my oh, god! Oh, oh, um, does a thirty-five do it? Does a thirty-five do it, Patrick? I don't know. Wasting these natural twenties, the disgusting. <laughs> um, I'll okay. roll another one. <laughs> Go ahead and roll an attack. All right. Jeez. <laughs> so broken. 17. Uh, well, rolling high numbers is kind of what breaks this game pretty easily. Um, 17 on the dice. It's a hit. It's well a hit. Alrighty. So that's also going to be six points of fire damage. Uh, yeah, so scoring this thing, a very uh, bright display shows up in the tree line above you guys as it's catches on fire from a single well-placed laser blast. It looks like it was readying another electrical shock at you all. But yeah, you see a, a f- flaming monkey corpse falling from the tree. <laughs> I, I wink at Nikithia. Uh, so wink. wink. <laughs> um, I still do not like you. <laughs> Talara, we're on to you. I, I haven't had much opportunity to participate this fight. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Yeah, these, um, <laughs> yeah, you could have left some more monkeys. <laughs> there Shucks. is still the one that that Idas is is uh, threatening, so I'm going to pull out my laser pistol and shoot it. Uh, great. Yep, you're you're shooting through Nikiti, a uh, friend. But it doesn't matter because you rolled very well. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I'm glad. So that's going to do four damage. Uh, yeah, 15. This is against EAC, and that is a hit. And yeah, you score score a pretty major wound on its its shoulder, but it is it is still up. And we're about the top of the turn order again with the turn two in the key fee. Mm. Uh, once again, he's gonna have Idas take take a take a swipe. Oh boy! Ooh. Oh, cool! I rolled the. Yeah, I rolled a nineteen. Which nineteen turns on the dice? Yeah. <laughs> let me yeah. let me roll some damage. Uh, let's see. That's gonna be. Oh, is that max damage for me? Max yep. damage yeah, for Idas. Yeah. Six, max damage for Idas. Six points of damage. <laughs> that's all it takes. These these uh these small creatures they go down pretty quick. Uh, it's dead. <laughs> Idas tearing it apart. Just. <laughs> Fur and, and, and blood covering the drone's mane, and with these beasts slain, perhaps the the most daring of this pack that's surrounding you. You, you hear animals, you know, uh, 60, 70 feet away, begin to retreat. Now they're ninety and a hundred. Then you just don't hear their their whit, 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 whit anymore. Um, anybody? Uh, we're out of combat, <laughs> and uh, nice. I think after. Your your first knowledge roll of these things, Nikitha. You're pretty sure you might have just wandered into this this creature's feeding glen. As you look around, you see remains of, of small animals they've killed, little shocked um, uh, bull weevils mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, their leavings and things. So gotcha. this looks to be the, the creature's kind of hunting grounds. Uh, they weren't I, I, endangered, I a, were they? Question. Oh yes, miles. So these creatures are dead, and 
I'm a bear. Can I eat one and get some what? SP or HP back? What? <laughs> I'm a bear. What do you think? Do you not know the rules of this game? No. Have I not made that abundantly clear the last year and a half? Oh my god. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If a human ate <laughs> macaroni and cheese, <laughs> would their wounds close up? <laughs> You know, I'm not a doctor, so I don't really correct answer. Hang on, let me go get my wife. I'll I'll, I'll be right back. One second. (laughs) Miles, how how many of these three uh, small 40-pound creatures uh, would you be interested in? Uh, Just just, just one, a light snack. Oh, man. If you had had gone for two or three, that would have given you some HP back. But unfortunately, one does not do it. It's it's like... I'll eat two. Beef jerky. You've already said the one. I'm sorry. Oh come on! Oh <laughs> no, I feel but, like no. I feel like I feel like no matter what I said, I was it was gonna be the wrong answer. Well, we'll never know. Um, My, Miles <laughs> Starfinder doesn't have any good old fashioned Castlevania wall meat, brother. It's just not this, not this a fish. one. This one that uh, caught on fire from Pump Fuzzle shot is like almost well cooked, but it is <laughs> it's it's a very stringy meat. Yeah, it's yeah. not good eats. I mean, we've, um, we've been impaled and gone to sleep and been better. So I don't I don't want to hear about how natural <laughs> yeah, I went, rules are. Yeah, I went and asked Marina and uh, she said, yeah, yeah. If you eat mac and cheese, it makes it all better. See? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so munch away, sir. Munch away. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. That was um, an honest question. <laughs> I mean, that makes it worse. I don't I don't think I don't think you're trying to lie to me, but it, uh, uh, it does not do anything. real. If, I if have a real did, question. If you did eat and then sleep on the meal, it would, it would heal you. <laughs> but, yeah, because that makes sense. <laughs> All right, Tyler, another question. Oh, my gosh. Um, Try to follow that one, Tyler. Yeah, I was going to say, so with the life science that I was able for Nikiti's life science role, you know, he saw that they were able to generate electricity. So he was wondering if uh, I think he would wonder if he could maybe harvest the, you know, whatever, maybe biological component that they have, which allowed them to produce uh, electricity, or if there's just nothing that you can harvest from these creatures. Yeah, no, go go ahead, I guess. That's creepy. It's just like this weird sack under their jaw, but, uh... Okay. No, probably not. Low roll. 14. I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't assign a DC for dissecting these things, you sicko. <laughs> you know, I bet you could <laughs> vanilla out of part of this thing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> there's some Discord chat from today. Um... <laughs> Let's uh, let's go on to the XP totals because we're at a combat, which means you all winning this fight. It's XP time. This was a CR one encounter. If you couldn't tell, it's pretty much bare bones as far as a combat goes. Wait, when didn't die, did he? We don't have to collect bare yeah, bones. Yeah, we do don't we? have any bare bones. Oh boy. Oh <laughs> wow! Wow! Put another notch on the bear puns. For this season <laughs> calendar, not uh, not enjoying this at all. You won this fight, CR one encounter. It's worth four hundred XP for each of the five of you. One hundred XP each, uh, which puts everyone at what? Tyler five fifty. Oh boy, five hundred. No five five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I still want that fifty. I tried to squeak out last week. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get fifty for carving up these dead creatures. Oh dang it. <clears throat> All oh, right. Bonus XP. Um, yeah. So what do you guys want to do now? I, I weren't we still going, going towards that town? Yeah. Um, you're, you're like not even out of the was... mountains yet. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna keep on keep on keeping on. Yeah, this is even though this is their feeding ground, I, there's nothing to like search for. There wouldn't happen to be like a dead body with a laser pistol, right? That I could eat. No. 
No, these guys are not very uh, adept at taking down medium-sized creatures, you if did, you haven't noticed. You did say <laughs> I, that, they were, that they were rare. Is there anything about them that we could salvage? Well, like, they're not really rare. They're just, this is an alien world, uh, fairly unexplored, so you've not seen them. There's probably like, you know, 500,000 on the planet or something. Wow. A very large yeah. population. All right, well, let's move on then. 20 minutes or so. Before you come across in these these foothills, these mountains, what looks like a small campsite next to a, a larger cave entrance. It is empty when you, you walk up on it, and you know by the time you can see it through the mist, you're amongst it. You see what looks like sturdy open tents, some mining equipment, scientific devices under large tarps. And a sign marking this location as BTEP-2. Uh, do we know what that stands for or what it might indicate? Um, maybe a culture check. See if you've got any clue. Okay. Natural one's not going to work. Second natural one of the night. <laughs> so we've got a couple of good rolls here. Perhaps some of the scant reports you've read about this planet marks this as... One of the little geological mining survey locales that surround the town. You're probably still a couple miles out, but you are in the Blue Tin uh, Mountains, and this is what is known as a Blue Tin Extraction Point. Seems to be a perhaps a mobile camp site. Maybe miners will rotate between them because there's no one here now and don't really see signs of anyone, but... Kaz, as you step forward into this space and you all kind of looking around, we see your character react physically uh, as, you know, you shake your head. All of a sudden, you're looking through the elements of a, a different helmet's hood through a red screen filter. We see a very similar mining camp on a distant moon years ago. This one built inside a small crater and covered in bodies. At this time, a voice reaches out to you through your helmet. It's a very familiar voice, one you've heard in your mind. Kaz, forget the past. We do today what we can with the ghosts of yesterday. Standing in your mind's eye now is an ancient-looking Kasothan with taut muscular arms beneath flowing red robes and scarves covering its face is your vanguard master, Joran, Joran of the Clan of the Hidden Fist, bearer of no banners, house transcendent. Summon your training, tap into the infinite ocean inside, harness the pain of the past to form the crucible of your presence. I will try, master, but my anger, it returned. Your weakness is your strength. Summon your dream. The voice kind of dissipates as the, this feeling subsides. You're able to catch yourself. And perhaps it's a good time to remind everyone that uh, Kaz has a, a number of memories of his early life completely blank. It's only the last few years since being rescued by Sedona uh, that you've been able to recall your training with this Kasothan master. But yeah, before that, just flashes like this one. Don't remember uh, your family, your childhood, but bloody scenes like these do pop up every once in a while. Get through the, the filters, the psychic blocks, things like that. Does anybody else see this happen? Looking looking for Kaz? Um, 
I mean, should we roll perception or are we just, we just. Anybody that it? wants to, or I mean, perhaps multiple people see, does anybody react? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess, I guess Wynn would, would probably notice since he's right next to him. Kaz, are, are you all right? Thank you for your concern. I, I am fine. If, if you need to talk about something, please, we're stranded on an alien world. We don't need any surprises. I appreciate your concern, but no, let us continue. All right. You heard Kaz. Let's move out. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone's been here for weeks, so, but you realize you're on the, the right track. You can find a, a small trail leading south out of the mountains. Um, you're able to climb a very natural sloping valley uh, to, to get down to ground level forests. And the mist here, thick as pea soup and uh, very hard to, to kind of keep your wits about you. I think those maybe at the, the front of the party can barely see those at the, the back if you turn around. Follow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not too long before your ears begin to prick up. Oh. You hear a, a rustling in the bushes, maybe 100, maybe 80 feet in front of you. Something seems to be running in your direction. Uh, what do you all want to do? You've got to move or a standard action here before it is upon you. Um, mm. I'll use infinite worlds to interrupt its uh, movement. Mm. Oh, now, what is that, Rebecca? So infinite worlds is a wish warper um, ability that I can use twice a day, and I can make an area of ground uh, difficult terrain. Okay. At level well, one, anyway. <laughs> let me set up <laughs> an, another map. We're going to our third map on Nakonda so far. You can see uh, about 30 feet ahead of you. Looks like there's some some natural rocks kind of jutting out of the, the forest ground here. Uh, maybe a small copse of, of trees and bushes in the middle obscuring line of sight, but you're pretty sure on the other side of this clearing, you can hear the trees open up a bit. Something is running towards you. You are creating some difficult terrain. Is that right? Yeah. And it's actually a 10 foot radius sphere. Um, so I imagine this is still misty area, right? It's very misty, yes. Yeah, so I, I think she would call on, on other planes and make the mist even thicker such that you literally cannot move through it uh, without some difficulty right at the entrance to this area. Okay. <laughs> so, so a 10-foot sphere of just very, very difficult to uh, move through mist. So it's kind of like uh, Jello. Is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah. This is a horrible dimension you're summoning. I know. I, I called upon the Jello dimension, and uh, yeah, I brought it here. Uh, disgusting. Um, so yeah, uh, doing so. Um, maybe uh, you guys at the front can just see what looks like the. <laughs> The mist go from somewhat translucent to this weird, opaque, um, undulating <laughs> airwaves. It does not look very hospitable. Uh, anyone else a mover a standard? You guys uh, place yourselves here on the map. Anything else you'd like to do? How tall are these rocks that are poking up out of the ground here? Let's let's say they are a, a sweet ten feet. Okay, cool. Could I uh, could I run over and clamber up onto them? Um, athletics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're only about like ten feet away from one of them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, make me yeah, that yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, eighteen. That'll be enough. Oh yeah. Scammer, scamper up top. Oh yeah, I'm up high. Cat, uh, when? Cat, 
I, I was just going to ask, could, could I roll, uh, since this thing's coming towards us, could I roll an intimidate check and try to, like, roar and scare it? <laughs> uh, you can try. Uh, it, it's a lot easier if you know where your target is. But uh, are, are you wanting to say something uh, as well? Oh, no, no. I just, I just, I'm just wanting you to do a bear roar. Oh, straight up bear roar? Uh, yeah. Is Miles going to give us a bear roar? Uh, we'll, we'll see. If, 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 <laughs> oh, if let's this have it reflect success, the rule. <laughs> if this is a success, then maybe. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Aww. It is not a success. Oh, <laughs> it's a four on the dice, but oh, wow, <laughs> he, just, good he, he opens his mouth to, to, to roar and just... <laughs> Just coughs. That's why you should use your your own beautiful singing voice more. You got, got a little bit of that jello in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pistachio pudding. Right. Um, Nikithi, Kaz, anything? Uh, Kaz is going to move uh, closer to to where we think the the trap is going to be laid to just be closer to range to attack what needs to be attacked if necessary. Awesome. Tyler, anything? Nope. Uh, Nikithi is just going to crouch down next to his drone and wait. Pray. <laughs> um, awesome. So running through the mist, full tilt is a medium figure. Uh, just, yeah, bounding through the fog. Uh, Kaz, I think, is the only one maybe close enough at the start here to, to get a good look as it careens headfirst into the uh, creepy jello fog dimension. <laughs> um, you see a laser pistol in one hand. It's an older uh, human male, maybe mid forties, uh, darker hair, some some grays, a gap tooth smile, and a, a fairly generic set of very dirty armor. And right before he steps into this cloud, uh, running and awkwardly, he just starts to swim through it. Uh, out of breath, says, "You, oh, you, you're not part of. <coughs> they're coming right for us." We're in initiative turn order, everybody. <gasps> a bullet shot rings out from the fog behind this man, splintering a tree. Flank! And you hear a, a small timber creak and moan as it collapses behind you. Let's get those initiative rolls in the turn order. Oh, beeswax. Everyone's, everyone's getting ones. Yay. Yeah, it's the cool thing to do. All the cool kids are doing it. So, yeah. Just join up. How delightfully average. I'm sorry, was saying beeswax a Winnie the Pooh reference? <laughs> oh, Baba. I'm, 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 just, I'm not going to make it through this season. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. This is not going to happen. Uh, yeah. Tyler is that, that, so mad because he was when he played an uplifted, uplifted bear, he wasn't going to make any bear puns. It was going to be an awesome, cool character with no bear puns. <sighs> yeah, I don't think that I would know. ever happen. <laughs> No, I never make bear puns. <laughs> I've heard otherwise. I don't. We are in combat, and you see Kaz at the front of this party. A couple of look like these Aslanti soldiers they've already fought. Um, a man and a woman step through the fog and see what <laughs> looks like this this uh, older human man struggling in this odd mist structure. And they get a look at you across it. And it's combat time. They're they're going first here. <laughs> first things first. We're getting some some Kaz shots in. Some good Kaz shots in. I don't think I hit you last time. Not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Get this first attack roll going. Oh no! Mm, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Oh, Natural twenty on the dice. It's been fun. Goodness gracious! 
I'm excited because you know what that means. We get to go to critical shout outs on our Patreon and $10 a month as many times as we roll these natural 20s in combat. Get a shout out. We're going to try and get through everyone's um, as the season goes on. Mm, boy, we've got some good ones here. Let's see. Let's go. Uh, let's go with uh, Eric Taylor. Eric, thank you for backing us on Patreon. And uh, they say, here's a critteroo just for you. And <laughs> oh, they, so delightful. They, they couldn't have known who is this, but it rhymes with Drew. So I really appreciate that. Thank you, Eric. Here's a critteroo just for Drew. I'm pulling out the critical hit deck, but I forgot that you guys hate fun and I don't get to use it for my lower level baddies, which means it's just double damage on on these hits. Let me roll some D8s. Oh no, D8s? Mm Mm-hmm. That is nine points of piercing damage. Nine, Drew. So, Patrick. Yeah. I have some information for you. Okay, good. Good, good, good. So when a Vanguard takes damage... Uh, at least at a certain point, which this clearly eclipses, I earn uh, entropy points. Uh, yes, that is, I've, I've, I've heard of these. So <laughs> not uh, had them this season yet. And when I get hit with a critical attack, I earn an extra entropy point. Just, oh, no. uh, just because. <laughs> you so, sicko. You wanted this to happen. So at this point, <laughs> I have taken some damage, but it is now harder to hit me. Enjoy that. Uh, oh, okay. Gross. Um, <laughs> this other one uh, does see, looks like who they were chasing through this forest in front of them, but uh, I think they, they see maybe some other figures in the mist. Nope. I think they just see Kaz and this other gentleman they're chasing. So let's see who to attack. They're gonna, oh, they're going to fire on this guy. Let's see. He is slowed down by Tolaris carefully <laughs> trapped. Oh, oh no! Run right see him? through. Uh, yes, it is. It does not obscure vision, fortunately, but it is like a, a thick pea soup of um, clear jello, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just clear jello. Oh, uh, 12 on the dice. That is oh, a hit. Well, rip. Why, uh, gentlemen, whose name we didn't get? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, a, a bullet pierces uh, the back of his armor. You see kind of blood spray out, get stuck in the particulates of, of Talar's infinite world. And, and yeah, he starts starts hanging there midair, uh, oh but no. looks, looks like he's unconscious. Uh, let's go next in the turn. Uh, Bumfuzzle, you hear these shots ringing out. Uh, you can see Kaz looks like he took a, a pretty damaging blow. Yeah, and I see a dead man hanging in a jello ball. <laughs> So that's <laughs> Hold on, before we go any farther, I want to mention that the Infinite Worlds only last for one round because I'm only level one. So I don't know how that works with surprise round. Uh, if it's just the one round, I still think it's going at least until the beginning of your next turn. Okay. Um, as he just ran up on you guys uh, the last few seconds. So still there, at least for now. Um, Jabert, what you got? All right. Well, I saw this uh, this old man just die in a soup, and I saw a big jello thing, and I see Kaz standing up there getting lit up. So Bumfuzzle is gonna jump back down behind this rock and take some cover. And uh, uh, I guess I can't take a shot, can I? Um, Unfortunately, yeah, you're not not able to differentiate targets at that distance. You know, maybe maybe I'll just run in a little bit and stand behind stand behind Kaz. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can see them. Uh, I think once you get to there, standing behind the your human compatriot. Yeah, I'm using Kaz's cover. <laughs> so he's a big, t- 
tall human man. Uh, Thanks, Meat Shield. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to do myself a little, uh, a little distraction. Second tabs. Yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. And so I uh, so I pull out my gun and I point it at the one that's over on the right. And then uh, I sort of like flick a little button, and it, uh, it like the barrel sort of just like shifts to the side and points at the one on the left. So he's not ready for it. Oh, <laughs> he thinks I'm no. his friend. <laughs> Get smart gun. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> Think again. Think again, suckers. <clears throat> All right, that's gonna be a twenty-nine. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, for the yeah, inch, yeah, yeah check. I forgot. Yeah, you do that. It's in addition to moving. Um, yeah. uh, that's enough. Go ahead and roll right. that attack. Here we go. Too good. Too good. Oh, no. That's the worst. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Natural oh, no. one. Shoot Drew in the back. Shoot Drew in the back. <laughs> you can always use that re-roll per... Oh, wait. No. You've already used it. Oh, no. <laughs> Are we on book two yet? <laughs> yes. The, the demarcation was the fight with those crazy monkeys. <laughs> oh, I forgot about you there. A lot of back matter. <laughs> oh boy, going back to the critical fail deck on cosmiccrit.com forward slash critical dash fail dash deck. Submitted by Nassen. This is called Hot Pockets. And maybe it's the <laughs> goblin engineering, but your gun overheats, causing you to drop it. You take damage equal to. Half the weapon level, so one, <laughs> and drop. Uh, um, the drop destroys half the ammo inside, so half of whatever Ooh. was left in the batter. Mm. Mm. But weapon in the dirt, right next to you. Not that bad. That, that's a that's a nice level one critical fail for us. No, well, at least it's not a real junk laser. Yeah, <laughs> bad things happen on some. Yeah, some those turn, those just turn into grenades. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Awesome. Let's go next in the turn order to Talara. Okay, so speaking of grenades, can I move and throw a grenade, or is that not allowed? Now, do you, would you have the grenade out? Because it is a move action to to pull it, I believe. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. So I can't move and pull a grenade out and throw it all in one turn, right? Yeah, unfortunately, no. Hmm. Um, get ready. Get in position, because right now you can't see anybody to, you know... <laughs> to hit. You have a True. general idea where firing's coming. Yeah, I don't really want to get in harm's way, though. Um, okay. That's a I will reaction to combat, <laughs> so... <laughs> I will pull a grenade out, so I'm gonna pull my grenade, my frag grenade out, just so that it's ready to go, okay. but for right now, I am going to... Yeah, I think I'll... I'm just gonna stay there. I'm just gonna stay where I am and pull out a grenade. Okay. Wait. Oh, okay. Do you want to hold a, a standard action? Do you want to, like, get ready to throw it if, if someone within view? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Uh, that is easily done enough. I believe your your infinite worlds, this <laughs> fog, <laughs> thick fog you've created kind of begins to dissipate, maybe just sparkle out of existence. And that is going to bring us to Nikithi. Nikithi, now you're on the other side of this clearing. You've heard these shots. You've heard maybe Kaz powering up. <laughs> uh, what What would you like to do, Tyler? Oh, boy. Uh, Nikithi can't see anything. Uh, so he's just going to tell Idis uh, to move around and try and be helpful to win. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
she's gonna move over as far as she can, uh, kind of to our, our south. Uh, he he knows that Nikithi and Bumfuzzle are off to the north. Uh, maybe he's get, he's hoping that maybe some kind of flanking can happen. He can't see it, but that's what he's kind of hoping for. So Idis is gonna move thirty feet south. Okay, move action and for you. Uh, yeah. I'll hide behind this rock. Okay. With right, right next to Talara. All right. Yeah. Awesome. And sadly, bottom of the turn order, Miles, unnatural one on initiative. It's okay. <laughs> uh, it's uh, okay. I'm sorry. You oh, skipped no. Kaz. Oh, I skipped you because, yeah, I thought uh, you getting shot was enough of a turn. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, Kaz. Uh, Drew, we're on to you. So is this spot right here that I am pinging out of visual range of these cats? Probably not. All right. Kaz gives a look at Bumfuzzle and says, Trust me, this will go our way. And ducks behind this rock. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're running away from them? I'm not running away. I'm setting a trap. There is a difference. Okay. All right. Um, no standard action. Just moving back about twenty feet or so. Uh, so you're you're hiding actually behind some trees. Kind of still see through them. Uh, you're you're getting a, a bonus to to cover. Uh, right now you are then thirty feet away from the um, these Aslanti. So out, out of sight as it were. But uh, we have last in the turn order. Win Miles with the natural Uno, which yeah. you got Miles. Um, so. Uh, right now, I'm kind of just kind of weighing my options. So, all right. So, they're too far away for get them. Mm, unfortunately. And I can't move and cast get them. Well, you, you, can. you can because it's... Oh, I, yeah, it could be a double. Just a, a move action. Yeah, but then I'll to... be the only person there, and they're both going to shoot me, and then I'll die and become a bare rug on yeah, someone. It's not so fun when you're the frontline fighter who has to put themselves in the position of being hurt every single time. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't mind that. It's just that I'm already hurt. Um, stop being so salty. Yeah, no. Slug. The the bear and the goblin both took some, some HP damage, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, what what do you want to do, Miles? Um, mm, I, I'm just going to move over here next to Bum Puzzle. Okay, moving, making the goblin your meat shield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a lot of cover coming from that three foot tall goblin. He's he's he's, he's resting down on his haunches like he's like he's uh like still he's twice as big as me. Yeah, yeah. You gotta Can squeeze you even get through that little bit. space. Yeah, yeah no, the, the big bear's gotta squeeze a bit, but you've got how much movement does Win have? Forty feet. Okay, yeah. So it basically, uh, this little area around Kaz will act like difficult terrain, but uh, when you get over here, there's enough space to kind of spread out, uh, rub your back on the rocks, and uh, that that's turn one, and <laughs> we're back to them. Uh, the Aslanti have... What do they have here? Well, they've got a shot on Bumfuzzle. They see a small <laughs> goblinoid figure in the mist. I think they are going to move forward a little bit so we have some more options. Um, let's see. So each of them moves about 10 feet forward, um, maybe kind of flanking out, keeping the thick jungle uh, forest against their backs. And let's see, we got we got a giant bear, a uh, space goblin, and the 
person that they're pretty sure is almost dead because they they got like a, a gut shot on them, even though oh behind a lot of cover there. Let's see who this first one uh, here to the north, uh, the female, is going to fire upon. Oh, that's going to a bum fuzzle, and the one to the south. Oh, it's going to going to win <laughs> the giant bear through the woods. So you're going to get a little bit of cover from um, the, the, the foliage. Yeah, the the trees are actually <laughs> obscuring a bit. Uh, but let's do first bum fuzzle rifle shot coming at you. Oh, jeez. Oh, 18 on the dice. You don't like to see that. Starting things off. D8. Five points of piercing damage. Mm-hmm. And let's do one against let's do one against Win your your buddy right behind you. Win, what is your KAC? My KAC, I believe, is twelve. Um, all right. So unfortunately, it looks like you are getting some cover from from the trees, from even perhaps a bump fuzzle. But I've rolled a seven on the dice. That is a miss. Uh, just a mess, though. Let's <laughs> couldn't hit a little the better. broadside of a bear, could you? Let's go on to Bumfuzzle next. Uh, let's see here. So <laughs> my gun is on the ground. I forgot all about that. Yep. Yep. Well, you don't have too many options at first level. Well, Damn. if only if only my if only my friend the bear and the ninja weren't complete <laughs> cowards. <laughs> Unfortunately, no such luck for the goblin. <laughs> oh my god. You guys are the frontline fighter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the frontline fighter. Great teamwork, you dolts. Look, last week you were critting folks, you were the best people. Oh man. Oh is Bumfuzzle getting into hardcore mode now? Yeah, Let's yeah, okay. The, are you running past this fool? And <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, I'm doing, oh, I'm doing that. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try to turn this, uh, this critical fail where the thing overheats in my hands. I'm gonna pretend like I throw it at the guy, but really I just drop it. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretending like. I swear. I'm, I'm pretending like it's the classic, uh, the classic junk laser special. Oh, um, yes. And the, so, Junk Laser Special Gambit. Yes, yes. And, uh, uh, yeah, here we go. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I'm rolling 20s on these, on these engineering stop. checks, but. Yeah, stop rolling 20s on engineering checks. Oh, yeah, I'll do my best. I'll do my best, coward. We know we gotta average that. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one in this party is allowed to give me any grief anymore. <laughs> Oh, right. oh, super hit. Oh, boy. Yeah, super hit 19. That's a hit. And then that's going to be max damage. damage. Uh, oh. It's going to be eight points of damage on this guy. So close to a cosmic crit. Yep. <laughs> One number away. But yeah, you pulling out that uh, uh, knife. That is that is a major wound. Maybe just slicing and dicing. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a major arteries <laughs> through the, the weak points in the art. The, the armor. Um, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. They definitely see you as a major threat now. Um, Talara, back to you. Yeah. Uh, so I've still got this grenade in my hand, ready to go. Um, oh but now Bone Puzzle is in the middle. Oh, my God. 
If you kill Bum Fuzzle, I swear I'll never be your friend again, Rebecca. <laughs> so, um, my my choices are a little bit limited. Um, oh gosh, I could try to hit just one of these guys. I just can't hit both of them. That's true. So I think I'm going to step forward um, right behind Wynn, and I'm going to throw the grenade uh, to try to hit the guy to the south. So, um, like, here? I think you'll need to step a little. Oh, no, no, you're exactly 30 feet away. Uh, so that that is enough. Now, your range for throwing these things, you'll, you'll be out of the first range increments. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, yeah, I, I can move forward some more. So, yeah, I want to be 20 feet away. Within 20, yeah. But I don't want to hit bum fuzzle. So, and it has a 15-foot range. So, um, I'm sorry. What kind of grenade is this? A frag? Mm-hmm. I don't think it has a... Does it have a 15-foot radius? Yeah, that's what it says. That's what it... Yeah, sorry. That's what I meant. So, oh. it says range 20 feet and it's 15-foot radius. So, I don't want to hit wind or Kaz or bum fuzzle. So... Yeah, you so can, I'm thinking. <clears throat> well, if you miss, it could you know roll in a number of directions, but you can just throw it to the side of the Aslanti soldier, and um, that will be outside of range 15 foot of, of everyone. Okay, great. Yeah, I so let me you, do if you that. Miss, it could move and, and hit people. Don't miss. It's, it's a risk I'm willing to take. Sounds good. That was in character. <laughs> All right, so thrown? Is that right? Yep, it's a strength-based attack roll, and you're basically attacking the ground. Yeah, and I'm not great at strength or bab, so this is probably not going to go well. Well, it's pretty easy, DC. I think it's normally DC 10, but you are trained with grenades. A natural toot is not going to go great. Oh, well, the natural toot, so. It's a miss. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed Bum Puzzle's big adventure in the jungle. <laughs> Um, now, determining where a myth grenade lands, uh, Rebecca, can you roll a D8 for me? Six. Okay. Okay. Six, I believe it's going further away from you. Yes, that's good. Yeah. So, good news is, um, Cass or Bumfuzzle probably not going to die from this grenade. <laughs> uh, better news is that the Aslanti is still within Whew. the grenade's range of effect, I believe. All right. Let's see. I imagine it would hit that embankment, right? Um, yeah, there's there's a little wall behind it. It might land on top. <laughs> like you you went you got super air with the grenade. But let me roll a reflex for the Aslanti. Ooh, natural one. So taking yeah. full damage from this. Go ahead and uh, roll the damage. Okay. Uh, four. Nice. All right, four points of damage on the board for this one in the south, and you guys just here branches and <laughs> tree trunks kind of snapping as uh, bits and pieces of the frag grenade kind of explode through the mist. Uh, that is a Talar turn bringing us back to Nikithi. Gunshots, explosions, you know, normal day. Okay, so Nikithi sees Wynn potentially, hopefully getting, uh, preparing for an attack and uh, he does want Idis to be of the best use, so he tells Idis just to Get in there and try to flank the enemy. And so Idis is going to take a double move and get oh right my. behind get right behind one of these soldiers. Uh, mm-hmm. She's kind of tucked up against a, an embankment. And mm-hmm. uh, this is the guy who just got grenaded. So 
uh, there she is. And that's that'll be everything. That is our turn. Uh, getting a look at this, says Lanty, through your drone's eyes from the safety of about 40 feet away. Uh, next, we're on to a Kaz. Kaz leaps back out from his uh, moment of respite to... Hiding spot. Hiding spot is what that was. <laughs> his, his, his trap that he laid. That was his, that was his fortress of cowardice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we'll talk about this later. Uh, and, uh, hey, you gotta go hardcore mode once you get crit. Sorry, I gotta keep up with bum fuzzle. That's I mean, a, a whole thing. Uh, so he is going to flank uh, this Islanti to the north with bum fuzzle and hit it with an entropic strike. No. Oh boy, that's a high roll. That is uh, 20 for the attack, uh, not counting the flanking. Yeah. Oh, that's it. And that is five points of acid damage. All right, and ouch. With that, you see uh, where you've hit, kind of the armor starts to vibrate. And the molecules just kind of unbind themselves. And you see this huge wound appear underneath where this armor has been utterly destroyed. Uh, that is just enough to drop this one between you and Bump Puzzle putting in work. Nice. Uh, she is dead. You see, sometimes traps pay off. <laughs> 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 Bump puzzle's gonna what cut your throat in your that? sleep, you monster. You <laughs> <laughs> monster. That was all Kaz. The old Kaz trap. Uh, we're not done with turn two. We're on to Win. Back to you, Miles. All right. Uh, so now that Win's taken a moment to strategize, he is going to run down here to the Aslanti scout to be flanking with uh, Idis. Already. And is going to try to bonk them with the junk sensor. Now, do you want to turn on your, your junk sensor just for this fight? You got only one combatant left. Well, I've already, it's already been on. It's a good point. <laughs> if you've gotten it ready before this, what do you roll here on this dice? That's a seven or a 15 plus two, I guess. <laughs> for flanking, that is plus two uh, with, with itis. Uh, that's a hit. All right, that is for five points of damage. Ouch, 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 ouch. And this one already had some grenade damage. He's not looking too good, but it is his turn. It's looking pretty delicious. Oh, boy. He he wants to get away and potentially make another shot on, on one of you guys. But I think surrounded, there's not really anywhere that he can guarded step he understands this is life and death and immediately just drops the rifle. It kind of falls to his side in a sling and in the same quick motion pulls out a um, pretty wicked serrated looking survival knife. And it's going to come at Win with an attack going for midriff, <laughs> bare, bare tummy. A 10 on the dice, uh, your KAC miles. Uh, KAC is 12. Alright, that is a hit, and d4 damage on this, plus one, two points of damage, barely gets through your overgrown living armor, your wooden armor, for a few points of damage. And we're back to Bum Puzzle. Alrighty, so, gosh, I kind of don't want to burn another trick attack description on this, but... <laughs> 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 but you gotta do what you gotta do. Is, are they... 
trick attack worthy? <laughs> right. Yeah, at this point, at this point, mm, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. Yeah, Bumfowl is gonna run up and uh, run up to the side here and uh, reach underneath the. Uh, Itis and like unscrew a, a thing and then like like oil just starts coming out and gets all over his boots. <laughs> are you are you milking Itis? <laughs> <laughs> just just releasing the oil reserves. <laughs> changing changing out the oil. Just changing the oil. And I say that, that sounds like a euphemism. I, I look around and Nikiti's not here, so I'm like, this is gonna be fine. I can I can fix this before he gets back. <laughs> So, uh, I do that. I swear, if you roll another 20 on this. Yay! I love that you were mad at, I love that you were mad at Miles for that. What is happening? Oh my what God. is happening? Swear to goodness. <laughs> goodness does not smile upon you, Patrick. The day is on. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it as opposed to the attack rolls, but... Holy oh, that was a 19. <laughs> well, getting that trick damage still. Yeah, yeah the go. attack is a hit, obviously. Super hit. And I got absolutely minimum damage, two points of damage. Thank goodness. <laughs> this guy's sticking around <laughs> through... Uh, though very, very distracted by your, your oil gambit. <laughs> um <laughs> But that brings us back to Talara, surrounded uh, by your your teammates. You do have a shot on them, but it is up to you. What do you want to do? Yeah, I'm going to pull out my laser pistol and take a shot. All right, shooting through your furry friend. Yep. Not great. No, no, not at all. That's karma for you. (laughs) Two on the dice is a, or no, four on the dice, uh, six total. Going to be a miss. Nakithi, back to you. Nikithi's working uh, with his custom rig, and the part of the rig lights up, and he <laughs> check oil. Punches in a few, he punches in a few things, and he sees that the the the, the hydraulic fluid that that runs the uh, automatic shell ejector for the Gulch gun that's installed is low. <laughs> But he doesn't see that any damage has been put into the into the drone. You should get closer naturally. to investigate. Yeah, naturally, naturally curious, he gets closer to investigate. Uh, he's gonna stay behind some shrubs. I, I don't think he can. Can he actually see? Oh yes, no, he can see. So he sees fluid all over the ground. Yeah, he's actually looking very gonna, guilty. This is like take I just back the store. <laughs> He's extremely extremely curious as to what caused this uh, seemingly spontaneous fluid leak. Um, (laughs) Meanwhile, he's still going to command Iotis to attack the, um, to try and bite, uh, or or I'm sorry, not bite, try to claw this soldier in the throat. Okay, okay, Iotis, let's see what happens. Probably not good at Oh, that might be enough. (laughs) Oh, that's more than enough flanking with the giant bear. Yeah. Uh, that's 16 plus 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, but uh, minimum damage, 3 points. That's okay, because every hit point matters, and this is enough to get another Itis kill. I think it's level 3. Itis drags this thing, yeah, to the dirt. Uh, you see just a, a pool of blood filling up the the Aslanti armor. We're out of combat. 
Bumfuzzle starts like trying to scoop the the oily dirt and like put it back in the tank. And, like, That's how it works. And like there's like blood in there too, and he's just like shoving it in. He's like, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> just screw I, it back. I am upset <laughs> <laughs> and also disappointed. <laughs> And he, he calls the drone over and he, he begins working. He's going to begin working on it. Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, who exactly is this joker that died in my trap? <laughs> well, he's actually still breathing, uh, but bleeding out, I should say. Breathing and bleeding. Does anybody have any uh, healing capabilities? Any ability to staunch the blood loss? I mean, I have. I can do a medicine check. Is that something? healing like- serum. Well, it's up to you if you want to burn it. Um, when does uh, or mouse does when know like first aid? Yeah, he's got he's got plus six of medicine. All right, give me a roll. We'll see if he can enact some treatment. That's a Ooh. nineteen. So enough to to uh, to keep him alive <laughs> right after. We're not going to lose this one today. <laughs> Giant bare hands, kind of just choking the blood loss to a stop. Um, but you're able to get some some bandages on it and uh looks like he'll he'll make it we are out of combat which means it's xp time (laughs) uh once again you won the fight it was another cr1 encounter you know that's 400 xp divided amongst you 100 xp each which brings us to what rebecca 600 600 almost 50 percent of the way to level two you guys uh very similar gear kit output to these others lanty that you you saw Pretty wicked-looking survival knives on them, heavy armor, and these Imperial pacification rifles. We're out of combat. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I probably question this. This is—is is he conscious or is he just alive? Right now, he is not dying, but he is indeed unconscious. Okay. Yeah. Can I, can I look for some ID on this guy? It doesn't look like there's anything really on him. Perhaps minus. Actually, I think is he's got like a, a piece of tape on top of his armor uh, that just reads Jellic. Like in pre-K when they put a piece of masking tape on your back so everyone knows what your name is. <laughs> yeah. So so Jellic died in Jello. <laughs> yeah, his name is dead. Probably yeah. is almost Jellic. died. <laughs> almost died in Jello. So uh, when sees like the, the tape on his armor and just looks at Bumfuzzle and goes, "Friend of yours." Uh, Bob Fuzzle uh, just shakes his head and then walks over to the bushes and then lies down in the bushes <laughs> to take a <laughs> ten minute nap. <laughs> uh, does the does this guy have? Um, I think you would describe that he had a laser pistol with him. Uh, yep, yep. It looks like it's uh, uh, nearly uh, out of ammo. That's fine. Nikithi is wants to. He would check check the check the boy and make sure that we take all the any kind of weapons he might have away because we do not trust him. We do not know them. He doesn't want them to be armed when they wake up. Easy enough. While you're, you're looking at him, maybe these other bodies, um, you notice uh, every time one of you move, there's this little device on the front of the Islanti armor that seems to be pinging this very uh, short light, like a little flash. Uh, can I identify that with an engineering check? Uh, make me a roll. That's gonna be a 18. Yeah, you're not too sure what it is. It looks like it's kind of Aslanti tech, but what exactly it does. Uh, Nikithi yeah. looks over at Bumfuzzle and says, perhaps you know more about this. 
Oh, now you need my help. And the bump also <laughs> walks back over and bends down and takes a peek at this thing. Oh, yes, of course. This is, um, I, uh, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Where are your 20s now? You rolled a, an 18 as well? <laughs> yeah, I just, I look down and I say, this is, uh, Aslanti? Yes, I meant the device. <laughs> well, as the boys cannot figure it out, perhaps Talara, as as they're looking it over, you get this weird sensation just coming within a few feet of it. There's some magic radiating off of it. Uh, if you or anyone else wants, you can use mysticism to see if you can identify what exactly this thing is doing. Will do. Uh, it's an 11. <laughs> Ooh, Kaz, Kaz is a less than that, right? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't look like you guys can figure out exactly what it is. It's definitely some kind of hybrid magical technological device. But oh, can I use life science instead of mysticism? Because of my um, my Osharo nature, I can use life science. Oh, that's to identify creatures, I think. Yeah, this is, this is a magical hybrid device. It is very small. Does anyone want to take it with them with the knowledge that you can only have a couple of magic items on your person at any time. Do we know for sure that it's not going to track our movements or otherwise do nefarious things to us? It looks, I mean, you're not sure exactly how it works. It looks like it might have been used to track others. It looks like it is at least pinging whenever you guys move near it. So, Oh, like some sort of a motion detector, maybe. Yeah, how it works exactly, you do not know. Um, is it worn on the like on the arm or something? Yeah, it's like on the um, the right uh, breast of the the Islanti male soldier, just kind of like hanging there, where where one might hang some extra ammo or like a little pocket. Oh, I'll carry it with me if it's not too heavy. If there no. are two of them, I'll take the other one. There's just the one, unfortunately. Okay, but. That, that's just about everything you find on the Islanti, what looks like this other human. Uh, you're pretty sure this is a, maybe a colonist of some sort. What do you guys want to do with him? Well, <clears throat> leave him in the woods? Well, he might he might know something what's go, about what's going on. I will carry you know, him. Put him on my back. Or that. <laughs> does, does anyone need to take a 10-minute rest or... Yes. Longer? I, I probably uh, a longer, yes. If we can take a, like a, a, a nappy nap, that would be great. Well, it's up to you guys. You tell me what you want to do. Uh, I would love to go to sleep and fully heal. <laughs> heal forever. Well, you, you don't. You don't. Darkness. You don't fully heal. Yeah, I think you, get, you <laughs> gain what, some health one back. per level when you sleep. <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get your all your SP and then one HP back, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, you can get your RP as well. Yeah, I, I, I definitely need to do that. Oh, if okay. we're gonna be resting that long. Um, would and then I think Nikithi would spend that time because he doesn't need to rest. Uh, he doesn't have any injuries, so I think he would maybe maybe spend that time looking over the device with Bumfuzzle and maybe assisting with uh, maybe I don't know if we could take ten on the check. I don't know if that would be helpful. Yeah, I'm not sure if, if it's possible, but um, if if you do guys uh, want to set up here. Or find another location overnight. You might be able to figure it out after some trial and error. Um, what do you want to do? I mean, this looks like a pretty um, defensible clearing, just these two entrances in and out, east and west. Um, you can you can climb back up the mountains if you want, get closer to perhaps the, the city, but um, who, who, who 
here probably has the best survival. That might be Bumfuzzle. Oh boy. <laughs> eight. Anybody else got anything else? I have a plus I, four. I have plus three. Okay. Yeah, give, uh, me, give me a roll. See if you can figure out a good location. Can yeah. this be assisted? See, see what I know. <clears throat> I think this will be just just uh, single rolls from uh, what you've seen so far of your trail. Um, it does look like uh, Bumfuzzle. Maybe you espied somewhere you know, 20 minutes walk back that would have complete, um, you'd be completely hidden from other paths. And there's like a good amount of down trees you can kind of hide behind. Mm -hmm. Um, so pretty defensible camp location. It sounds good. Let's, let's hide these two, uh, as in the bushes and then Mm -hmm. take this guy back to a more defensible spot. Okay. Yep. So it's not too long. You can carry him back between the, between Kaz just kind of bodying this this older guy and uh, I don't know when just picking them up like a teddy bear, <laughs> and you make it back to the the small glen that Bumfuzzle espied you can start resting up. Does anybody have any capabilities of? Uh, do you want to bring any food or anything along those lines from the ship? I try to eat the monkeys. <laughs> um, nope. What do you guys want to do here? I mean, aside from sleep. Apologize to Bumfuzzle. <laughs> Bumfuzzle is inconsolable in a tree. <laughs> so uh, are, are we sleeping long enough for me to get my spells back? Um, yeah, I mean, you can wait until dawn breaks on the next day. So it's um, a little more than 12 hours because we're just in the afternoon there. But um, in that time, uh, maybe closer to midnight the 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 figure that <laughs> this jellic you pulled out of this firefight kind of staggers awake and <laughs> coughs up some blood um looks like he he might be coming to i'd like to cast charming veneer on when and let him talk to this strange <laughs> strange strange man this new season and all your guys's new abilities uh tell us what is charming veneer uh it's a level zero spell um mm-hmm. and grants my target a uh, plus one circumstance bonus to charisma checks oh and oh yeah. you can cast this on anyone not yourself yeah. mm-hmm. uh right do, do you say anything to win or just start uh, enchanting them um hey win why don't you find out who this guy is and I cast it on him. <laughs> uh, how I long touch does his this... forehead. I, I jump up and touch his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> how how long does this last? Ten minutes. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. Well, um, uh, suddenly emboldened through magical means, uh, you guys can all help out if rolls need to be made. But he's coughing up a lung and says. <laughs> Where am I? Who who are you people? I am Wynn of the Hexen Way. Oh, okay. You're you're obviously not with the Aslanti. No, no, we bring supplies, friend. We bring supplies for the for the colony. But what of the Aslantis? What? <coughs> we did not expect them. <laughs> no one does, son. <laughs> no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me let me catch my breath. And get up. Does, does anybody have any water? Um, presumably there's some in the supplies <laughs> that we're bringing. Uh, Nikithi, Nikithi carries around a, a canteen of water. Uh, that is actually on my. <laughs> he actually does. So yes, he has water. He takes it from you and unscrews a 
a salt shaker and just pours it in. <laughs> oh, good old salt water, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <clears throat> he, he takes a, a long uh, draft and uh, kind of clears his throat and hawks up something that looks <laughs> black and, and red and says, My name's Jellic. I'm a, a member of the Maidalon's Landing. Ah, boy, oh boy, I, I don't know how far back to start my tale for you. It uh, started about a month or so ago. We saw what we thought was a meteor land a dozen or so miles from camp. A group of folk went out to investigate some of the more scientist-y types, uh, Sedona and Corsica and along with some others. And when they came back, they done said it wasn't a space rock at all, but some kind of high-tech probe that destroyed itself in its fall. And, well, it landed a stone's throw, though, from something else. Looked like another crashed ship. Sedona said, but it had been there a long time, maybe centuries or longer. It was overgrown with wildlife, so I guess none of our scans had picked it up on our initial scouts of Nakondis. Well, anyway, uh, Sedona went inside this crashed ship and, and came out the next day a little banged up, but no worse for the wear, and she had an armful of old tech she was real excited about. <laughs> said it was cutting-edge stuff. She had to sit down with our leader, Maidalon, and, and my, uh, well, I'm with another colonist named uh, Ibretta. See, Ibretta's chief engineer here in the colony, and, uh, and well, she's my ex-wife. Anyway, uh, Sedona told the two of them. The rest of them got real secretive about everything. Couldn't tell you why, though. <clears throat> he goes in for another drink. Anyway, a couple days go past. Things start to settle down, only to blow it all over again. Starship showed up above the township unannounced in the middle of the night. It opened fire on our communications array, melted the dang thing to slag. The town was surrounded in no less than two dozen soldiers, armed, equipped, with their fingers on the triggers. They broke down our doors and surrounded everyone, took us to the town center. And a couple of the younger folk, you know, they, they pulled pistols on them, and they got killed faster than I could keep count. And the rest of us disarmed, you know, we were in our skivvies in the town center. We're party to a speech from their leader, this real brutal sounding lady. I didn't get a good look at her face, mind you, but I could tell she was a dangerous one. She told us in no uncertain terms that this here planet was annexed and now was a part of the Islanti Star Empire. Another man, a good man named uh, Tullin Broder, he got up, raised a, a stink, and it weren't but ten words out of his mouth before that she-devil Islanti had put a bullet between his eyes. Tullin fell to the ground deader than dirt. And his wife, well, she was beaten unconscious then. She had uh, raised such a, a wail. Ain't anything I ever heard before. They made us bury the bodies until the sun came up. The widow brought her to. Worked us through the next two days putting together this building in the center of town and raising their command post. This garrison where they've been out operating out of. Anyway, uh... After that woman uh, in charge had to take control, she started asking around, questioning folks, interrogating all the, the colonists, see. They was asking about uh, that old ship Sedona found. They they claimed it was some as ancient as Lanty tech, and they seemed awful interested in it, so they, they rounded up the mayor, Maidalon, and, and Sedona, a few others that had gone out there and locked them up inside their garrison. The, the ship that landed... Uh, the Islanti left, but this occupying force remained and started instituting martial law. Their rules made this place a prison camp more than anything. 
you step out of line. You don't ask how high uh, when they say jump. Uh, these sickos are more likely to break a bone than, than ask anything twice. We've been trying to make do these last few weeks, but the punishments are out of hand. I've had to bury more than a few of our own since that first night. So tell me, sir, how is it you came to this place? Well, you know, they, whenever they find people running, they shoot first, so I, I saw a chance and I had to get out of there. Uh, they were already in the forest, though, hunting for some of the others that escaped, and I ran right into a squad of them. I, I managed to get, uh, I think, one of them down with a, a few shots from the old blaster here, but I turned tail and ran again. I think ah. it was a lucky shot. But yeah, one of their bullets grazed me, and th this other one don't don't look too good, huh? Yes, one grazed you, and then one didn't. <laughs> yeah, they they say you don't hear the the one that gets you. But uh, it looks like you dressed this wound pretty well, though. I'm I'm still hurting. Oh, anyway, that's when I, I I ran into into you all. Well, it looks like this colony is over. We should take our supplies, <clears throat> take him, and sell them somewhere else. Hmm. Doubtful. What, what now? If the if if the Islanti Star Empire want this colony, then they will have it. There is nothing that will stop them, and they will kill anyone who tries to take it back. Oh, this this one's a. <laughs> this one's a bed of roses. I walk over and I give I give uh, uh, Talara a high five. <laughs> I, I may have run at the sight of them today, but we showed them what we were capable of. Thought that we was will, a trap. We will continue to show them it was a trap. Your, but I also ran. Your, <laughs> but it was your, a trap. It was the whole thing. Thanks for your, thanks for the character development moment, uh, Miles! Uh, Nikiti gets really dark and he goes, your words are all very brave, but when you see the inside of an Aslanti prison, and are treated like cattle. Maybe your words and your bravery will not be so sharp. You mentioned that um, there were others, others who ran. Did any other escape? Do you know? No, no they, they're keeping everyone under lock and, and key for the most part. Uh, it was hard to, to, to get away from, from one of those work camps. They got the younger folks on. But like I said, they, they got plenty of folks locked up. It's, it's keeping most people in check. They said they'll execute them. A mayor in Corsica and Sedona. I don't want to see those people hurt. I, I feel bad about running, but I was hoping I could get help. I have a feeling this is why Sedona got us, contacted us in the first place. The Aslanti Empire is no better than many of the corporations mining planets in our own packed worlds. They're just going to spread, and if they know that we're already here, they're not going to let us leave. I think we should help this colony. Pronking as Lanti. They're no better than the rest of us. On yeah. that, we agree. At a minimum, we should at least try to extract as many survivors as we can. If we can't take the... It's a planet, for gosh sakes. We, if we can't take the planet back from them, then we at least need to try to evacuate as many of the prisoners as possible. I mean, it ain't much of a planet. It's a it's a small colony in the behind end of the vast. Ain't no one gonna come to our rescue. If it weren't for you folks, I don't know who the next people to show up to this planet would be. Well, tell us, do you know of any any weaknesses in their defenses? somehow that we could sneak in yeah i mean i, I don't i don't know much I, I was running for my life <laughs> golly uh but yeah you know putting putting me back together you, you all 
bringing bringing some weapons and whatever that thing is. He points to Itis. <laughs> I mean, if you want, I can try and take you in into town stealthy, like uh, get you sit down with the ex uh, Ibretta. She might know what to do. She's she's as smart as they come on this colony. Maybe save Sedona. That would be much appreciated. Any 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 closer we can get to Sedona would get us one step further to being off this godforsaken rock. Um, any any last questions for for Jellica? He he needs some sleep. I think. Um, yeah, I I want to just uh sort of run this uh, uh this little like BB thing that I've at this point duct taped to my uh to my chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I to so I would sort of want to like pass it back and forth over him to see if it's uh if it's rea- if it's reacting specifically to him or if it's to sort of everyone here. <laughs> I'm like, just trying to do some experiments, and like before he goes to bed, yeah. I want to experiment on him a little bit. Um, he he explains that he's seen, pretty sure, like you all are, it's a, a motion detector of some kind, and he can relate the ways he has seen the Islanti using it. It seems like that they um, reset it by like pressing this one button and like tapping it to their their armor multiple times. Um, and then they take it and kind of hold it with this button held down um, against everyone in their squad, which kind of neutralizes them and does not detect their movement. But it does seem to ping out to a, a range any other movement uh, within pretty wide radius. And if you're testing it out overnight, you're not sure of the Aslanti name for this, but it is is a motion detection badge in the rule book uh this little hexagon shaped box and you can use it basically like they did to kind of give you a little little wider radius detection of non-friendly um uh creatures moving through the mist i do have one last question is there a place in town that we might buy more supplies i'm running low on fuel for my Bonker. Yeah, no, I, I Breta can can help you in the fuel department. Uh, she ain't got much, but uh, I'm sure she'll be willing to part with with some of our supplies. Yeah, something something doesn't add up. I think Talara would look at look at this guy and a little incredulous. How did someone like you manage to kill an Islanti soldier and escape? Your story seems a little fishy to me. Well, I, I'm telling you the truth, but it, it was a lucky shot. You come back to town with me, I can prove everything I said. I don't think I want to be led into an Islanti trap. You say you're a colonist, but I think I know what you really are. I think you are to be continued. Oh. I heard you say. I was like, where is Rebecca going with this? (laughs) I heard you say, I think you are too. And I was just like, oh, please say two gophers in a trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she found me out. (laughs) <laughs> skitter, skitter, skitter. They're just like, hey, Jellic Folson didn't die, so I get to do that voice some more. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. I, I really, I really can't wait to see how he and his ex-wife reunion back in the settlement. That's what I want to see. It's getting, like, exciting. That's what, yeah. that's what the people come yeah. here for, for the drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Maybe the, this, like, near-death experience will, like, let them see, like, oh, they were really just being selfish, and, and they do actually care about each other. All right, don't write my story, Tyler. Thank <laughs> 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 the folks at home shipping uh, the reunion story. Um, that was... That was an episode and a half. It feels like, right? Yeah, <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> a lot. yeah, yeah. We're getting back in the swing of things. It feels like. 
oh boy, you guys took out some of these combatants. Little little turnaround from from last week's uh, uh, five turn long combat. <laughs> Helps to roll well. Yeah, it usually does in these games. Yeah, I find find that's true. Higher numbers are the better numbers. Imagine that. Uh, well, let, let's wrap this up. I'm sure people uh, are ready to see what is happening back in Madelon's Landing. We'll figure it out next week when we get back to it. Oh, boy. Um, Life pretty hard in this episode. I got, got a split in my side. From you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh. we were in good humor tonight, that's for sure. Oh, boy. Um, thank you guys for playing with me. There's nothing thank else to you. Here. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you let's, uh, let's say uh, until next time, everyone. Have a good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night.